And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time. It is time for an epic rant, the likes of which you have not heard from me in I don't know how long. I may lose some followers over today's show, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Hello, everyone, and welcome. My name is Jason Hunt. I'm the editor here at Sci-Fi For Me. Thank you for being here. We are live on YouTube, Odyssey, and Facebook. Your Muslim uncle, wood paneling for the win. Yes, we've got wood paneling all through the bunker. I'm not sure it would protect us from radioactive fallout, but if it did, we couldn't get superpowers. So there is that. If you're here live, we're glad you're here. Feel free to participate in the conversation. If you are not live, if you're here on Replay Memorex, uh, you can leave a comment as well. Share your thoughts on any of our topics or, or conversations that we have, news items, any of our video programs. And we also have email. You can uh, send us uh, that, uh, your thoughts that way, your feedback, suggestions for topics or guests. Live from the bunker at scififorme.com is that uh, that address. And uh, we also have a newsletter that you can sign up for if you are so inclined. And I want to give a shout out to all of the people who are listening to us in podcast form. We've got people listening in Russia and Spain, Germany, the UK, Australia, Japan, Ireland, Good to have all of you here with us. We've had uh, listeners in Malaysia and South America. It's good to have uh, an audience on the World Wide Web. Real quick note, tomorrow on Ranker Pit, Matthew Kadish will be here. He of the Salty Nerd Podcast. Thursday. Today is Tuesday. Yes, today is Tuesday. Not tomorrow. Thursday. Uh Matthew Kadish will be here, and I believe that uh, his fiance Jude Juju, one of his co-hosts, will also be here. And we're going to probably talk a little bit about the Mangold thing. Um, normally on Ranker Pit, we're talking about you know Star Wars stuff, and this is kind of incidentally related to that. In that Indiana Jones Five is a is a Lucasfilm production, but we're probably not going to spend a whole lot of time on it. We're going to try to talk about the bad batch because that's what that show is supposed to be about. So that's Thursday night, 9 PM Eastern eight central. And yesterday's show, speaking of speaking of mangled yesterday's show here, uh, seems to be performing pretty well. The numbers are, uh, pretty solid all because of an internet kerfuffle. I guess you could say it's one of those things where, uh, Stuff and things blow up what on social media and social media being the way it is. But I think I'm I'm almost absolutely sure 
that today's topic, today's rant, will be of such epic proportions that it will blow yesterday's episode out of the water. It will outperform every single show that we've done up to now. Speaking of the internet, I don't know if anybody saw this. Uh, Let me pull this up here. This is an article in Mashable. The inventor of the World Wide Web is auctioning its original source code as an NFT. Uh, This is from uh, today. Sir Tim Berners-Lee, credited as the inventor of the World Wide Web, is selling the source code for his invention as an NFT at a Sotheby's auction. The non-fungible token is a type of cryptocurrency that resides on a smart contract platform, typically Ethereum. Unlike Bitcoin or Ethereum's interchangeable units, each NFT is unique. And lately they've found a market that's somewhere between digital collectible cards and artwork, often selling for outrageous amounts. Now, I don't have a whole lot of discretionary income, but here's my question. If I or anybody else were to buy this NFT for the original source code for the World Wide Web, could we shut it down? That's my question. Because why not? Because I look at what's been going on and how things have been blowing up over the internet over over the last, well, for a while. But this weekend... This weekend has me wondering if I should just completely shut down all all the social media. It's a little bit of a different show today. Hopefully, it's a palate cleanser because there are so many different things that I could talk about. I could talk about the the Batman-Catwoman thing. Not going to. Except to say this. It is a clear example of the depravity of social media. Now, I, I absolutely have never understood the far left's obsession with sex. Shipping characters who aren't a thing. Fantasies that they're secretly not heterosexual or whatever. Or, or a character is retroactively coded some way to be, oh no, they're secretly gay, but we don't talk about it. I mean, what is this obsession that the left has with sex? Is this, a, is this an example of absence makes the heart grow fonder? You don't like it? You, know, you, you don't like that you're not getting it, but you obsess about it? It's ridiculous. I could talk about what's going on with the Tolkien Society, the OneRing.net. And the identitarianism, and you can read that as a religion because they do have their rites and their rituals and their mantras and their creeds and their ceremony and their canon. And if you violate the canon, then woe betide you. This summer seminar that the Tolkien Society has clearly indicates that everything Tolkien stood for is under attack. And will be corrupted. And if efforts are not made to prevent it, it will be destroyed. Now, on this show, we could do politics. We don't do politics, but we could. I avoid it. But I am going to say this one thing. What they're doing to Joe Biden is elder abuse. 
It is cruel. It is shameful what they are doing to that man. But no one's going to talk about that because suddenly it's okay to talk about the conspiracy theory that some virus came out of some lab out of some province somewhere that we weren't able to talk about up until a few weeks ago, but now it's okay. Why? But I'm not going to talk about any of that. I could, but I'm not going to. Instead, I'm going to talk about waffles. Waffles, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to spend today's show giving you a little bit of a palate cleanser. And this is where I might might lose some of you. Because waffles are not necessarily a genre topic, but I just don't really feel like talking about anything related to the genre. And I don't have a guest. So we're going to talk about waffles. And yes, Mrs. Boss points out, it is National Elder Abuse Awareness Day. Somebody in the government should be made aware of that. I don't know who's really running things over there, but it is not Joe Biden. And what they are doing to him is evil. He is as much a victim uh, as anybody in those circumstances. All right, so waffles. The, f- the word waffle first appears in the English language in 1725. This is according to Wikipedia, derived from the Dutch word waffle, which itself derives from the Middle Dutch waffle. It goes all the way back to the ancient Greeks cooking flat cakes between hot metal plates. Uh, As they were spread throughout medieval Europe, the cake mix, a mixture of flour, water, and milk, often eggs, became known as wafers and were also cooked over an open fire between iron plates with long handles. They are preceded in early Middle Ages around the period of the 9th to 10th centuries with the simultaneous emergence of communion wafers that were cooked the same way. And I would imagine, I'm going to guess this, it doesn't say here, but I would guess that may be why uh, we get a pattern uh, to, to pinch the waffles apart if they were being used as communion wafers. That's a guess on my part. They later were started to, you know, cook these with these, with these plates having patterns in it, having uh, extra flavors and, and whatnot. They were popularized, you know, now their origins, we say, you know, France and Belgium, and they're very popular in Belgium. Late 14th century, the first known waffle recipe was penned in an anonymous manuscript written by a husband as a set of instructions to his young wife. Okay. They're all, they're technically contains four recipes, all are a variation of the first. Beat some eggs in a bowl, season with salt, and add wine, toss in some flour, and mix. Then fill little by little, two irons at a time, with as much of the paste as a slice of cheese is large. I don't know, have we, would you, would you use a slice of cheese as a, as a standard of measure? 
that seems like an odd, an odd thing. Size. You do a. You, If you're not going to use a microphone, then, then nobody else is going to hear you. So, I mean, that... I'm in a mood today, folks. We're talking about waffles. Am I on? Yes. He's in a mood over waffles because I didn't pick any up at the grocery store, first of all. Well, now, that's a, that's a piece. Uh-huh. And I do see the idea of being able to use a slice of cheese because the slices of cheese are standard. Yeah. But this was in the 14th century, so I don't. They know probably had standards then too, just yes. because we're today's civilized-ish society <laughs> doesn't mean back then they didn't have some type of civilized-ish standards. I don't. I man, I, that's a that's a stretch. You want to call us civilized these days? All right. So um, uh, the, some have speculated that waffle irons first appeared in the 13th, 14th centuries. It was not until the 15th century. That a true physical distinction between the ouble and the waffle began to evolve. The ouble was the original flat cakes from the Greeks. Notably, while a recipe like the fourth uh, was only flour, salt, and wine, indistinguishable from common ouble recipes of time, what did emerge was a new shape to many of the irons being produced. Then they became uh, rectangular and circular. By the 16th century, paintings by Joachim de Buchler, Peter Ersten, and Peter Bruegel clearly depict the modern waffle form. So by the 16th century, waffles look like waffles. So they, they've, they've been around for a very long time, I guess you could say. And yes, Stephanie, we're talking about waffles. Um, we got an email, we got an email on what, about what? Oh, no, 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 she was talking about the elderly. Oh, those, yes, okay, yes, yes, okay, all right, I'm catching up. Uh, hello, Ryan in the chat, and hello, Stephanie, and, uh, okay. Now, I like waffles. As Mrs. Barr says, we have, we have waffles at the house quite a bit. Now, normally, I get the Eggos. You know, the Eggo frozen waffles. But anytime we go out for breakfast, my go-to... Normally? Yes? If I were to come home with anything other than Eggo, you would probably give me the same look as when I come home with anything other than Cool Whip brand. Cool Whip. Dot, dot, dot. Uh-huh. Well, and, and Cool Whip, see, there's got to be a certain particular kind of Cool Whip. Del Monte vegetables. That's right. Dot. That's right. Dot. Dot. That's right. There are certain things you just don't, you cannot, you cannot improve on perfection with some of this stuff, right? And I must tell people here, when it came to the Cool Whip, I took the off-brand Cool Whip, I took a Sharpie to it, scribbled out its name, and wrote Cool Whip on there. She thinks she's funny. See, you're going to get a rant from both of us here. She thinks she's funny. See, see, her... Now, to be fair, one of Mrs. Boss's saving graces is the fact that she's cute. 
He cooks <laughs> and has a dog. I have a, I have, I have a dog, and I do cook. Yes, and that's the only reason she keeps me around. Pretty much. Yeah. The perfect waffle is a balance between toasted exterior and a soft interior. It has to be. It has to be soft, but not gooey. Now, this is this is the problem you run into with frozen waffles because if you if you do them in the toaster too much they get really hard and crumbly and they and they break apart like little little bricks of clay if you don't if you don't toast it enough your outside might be toasted but the inside gets gooey it's like a paste it's not completely all the way done through and that can that can create a problem, especially if you add syrup to it. Then you just got this gooey mess. <coughs> the balance comes because you have the just the right amount of heat. And if you're, in, I should do this more often. I don't just simply because I don't I don't take the time to do it. I I do I do like making waffles. But it's easy, just, you know, Ego has got a pretty good formula. But when I go out to eat, when we go out to eat for breakfast, my go-to meal is usually, if it's available, is usually a big, a good-sized waffle. Now, I like mine plain. I just put butter on it, some syrup. I don't do anything fancy with it. You know, no powdered sugar, no, hey, what? You don't do anything fancy with any of your food. No, I don't. Fancy for him. Hold on. I will sit there and say this. I was shocked the first time you ordered a hamburger and got some salsa to put on it. That was a cheeseburger. Yes, because that's what he does. You don't put salsa on a hamburger. You put salsa on a cheeseburger. But the fact that you even got some type of condiment, so he doesn't do fancy. And so this should not be shocking when it comes to your poor waffle. You get the sticky syrup on there, but mm-hmm. he doesn't do the strawberries and whipped cream because, or anything. Or I like honey and whipped cream. Yeah. See, now you could do you could do the whipped cream and and the strawberries. You could do powdered sugar and strawberries. You could do different kind of berries. I've seen blueberries on on waffles. And of course, you have the blueberry waffle and the blueberry pancake. Now, the reason I like waffles over pancakes is because pancakes, to me, being flat, they have no texture. Uh, they've got no... You, it's, it's the same problem as having a gooey waffle. It's too soft. And it's, you don't get any kind of, of toasted crust with a pancake. A pancake, to me, is a little bit pasty, depending on how it's made. You can make a really good pancake, but I prefer a waffle over a pancake. Tasty? Well, it's, um, it's, it's, you know, it's... Pancakes are finger food anyway. Well, no. Waffles are not finger... Well, waffles can be finger food. Ego waffles can be finger food, but I don't put anything on my ego waffle. But if I get a Belgian waffle somewhere, then I will use a fork and knife. But if I'm eating pancakes, you butter it and tear it and eat with your hands. Now you can you can wrap a pancake around a sausage, a, sausage, a link sausage, for example. Yes, that's good. 
and I do I do have I do have a preference for link sausage. Uh, a, a particular type of link sausage. Oh, let's talk about this particular <laughs> type of... See, his particular type of link sausage was only in the Texas area at first. Yes. And then we happened to find it at one of our local grocery store chains, but it's a hit and miss type of place. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. Stephanie says she's got to run. So, um, Stephanie, good to see you here. Bye, Stephanie. Have a, good, have a good day. Um, yeah, your so, Muslim so, uncle. Your Muslim so, uncle says that your voice is familiar. Mine. I guess you're the only female voice here. <laughs> I'm okay. not hearing. I'm not hearing the ones in my head right now. So um, <laughs> they're all over with Batman. <laughs> no. Anyway. Well, and 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 your Muslim uncle. We're not making waffles. We're talking. We're talking waffles today in order to avoid talking about what everybody else is talking about on the internet. But right now, I'm talking sausages. Sausages. So so he. Not to be confused with sausages. <laughs> so so we finally find it at one of our local grocery stores that. And it's not every grocery store of no. theirs that has it because they tend to cater to their local it is you know, the, family. It is the Eckridge brand. And so And anybody we that wants to it, help us help us with buying more Eckridge brand link sauce, we have a PayPal account. <laughs> and a subscribe star. And so when we do find it... We won't use the subscribe star for sausage. Okay, fine. Okay. But when we do find it, we buy... All, All of, of it. it. Yep. Now, there's different types. There's the smoky original. There is the maple. Yeah, and then there like is the cheese. I don't like either one of those. He doesn't do that. Now, the maple could be interesting, especially mm. if you're going to wrap it with a pancake. No, that way you don't a, have to put the syrup on there. You know, because it's an artificial flavoring. It's yeah. not, it's not, it, it doesn't really have the the full, true maple Thing. You do know you're leaning out of your shot right now, right? Well, your, that's your because I didn't gone, move my so. can or my thing there. All Better. Right. Yes. So much. anyway, so we buy okay, as much Ryan, as we can thanks for find being here. when we find it. And that usually means all of it on the shelf, uh -huh. which at the fact, there's occasion when it's actually on sale. But for the most part, it's not. And it would be nothing to walk out spending $60 of the grocery budget or more on strictly Now, we sausage. can't give away all of our secrets. But anyway, the sausage that I have, we, you know, this is this is the digression. The sausage that I have, I have with, with the, my waffle. Sometimes I'll have bacon. But the waffle is, you know, like I said, it's plain. And, and you can do lots of different toppings. You can do berries. You can do peaches. You can do bacon as well. You can well. do bacon. Peaches, by the way, I had a dog named Peaches. Indestructible stomach that dog had. She was a beagle. Oh, tell the she story, lived to please. Be, she lived please. to be 15. Tell the story. So one day, we come home to find an empty bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. The, the bag is the only thing that's left. This was a brand new bag that we had not opened yet. Found it on the floor, empty. Where are all the Reese's peanut butter cups? And then we found the dog, Peaches, laying out sick because she had eaten the entire bag of Reese's peanut butter cups. Now we thought, 
She ate all the peanut butter cups. Where are the wrappers? She'd eaten the wrappers too. This dog had an indestructible stomach. She was a fantastic dog. She was a very smart beagle. She ended up being very fat. I had to carry her up the stairs in order for her to go to bed every night. So they got to that point. Uh, I miss Peaches. Now, Peaches, yeah, and this is not to be confused with the end of that Star Wars girl's boyfriend, Peaches. I have not met Peaches. I'm sure if I ever did meet Peaches, we would get along because I, I try to get along with people. But my Peaches was my fat beagle. And I don't like Peaches. I don't like the, the taste of Peaches. It's it's too it's too it's it's too thick, syrupy, sticky, ick. Um, it just there's such something about the taste. There's something about the syrup that comes in the peach that just doesn't appeal to me. Uh, your Muslim uncle says your banter and conversation with each other is very sweet. It's a wholesome way to start the day with waffles. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I, I may thank I may you. take that. I may take that and use that in a promo. That that's that's very nice to hear. We always we always like uh, uh, positive feedback like that. Um, now and I mentioned that Peaches is a good name for for a dog. So is Waffles. You can have a dog named Waffles, and I think it would work probably for a smaller dog. Maybe, I mean I I don't see a pit bull named Waffles. But then, it, then again, it could work. I don't see a Doberman named Waffles. You wouldn't do that. That would be awesome. A Doberman named Waffles? Of course. I don't know. I mean, it could you you could do something kind of like the Pekingese that just won uh, the the Westminster Show Best of Show. Have you seen the video of the Pekingese? No. Well, the no. Pekingese's name is Wasabi. Ooh. Wasabi the Pekingese. Okay, not you're... not to be confused with Pisaki. The press secretary, Wasabi the Pekingese, won Best of Show at Westminster. Well, it's not like I didn't have a dog named Fudge because I was on a diet and I, we. Yes, but you had a little dog. Things. It was a little dog. You can name little Miniature dogs. Miniature Pinscher, still. You can and name little dogs. We after lived food. On, in the same building as a blonde Shih Tzu named Egg Roll. Again, little dog. I would totally name a large dog a food. No, you if you do a large dog, like you know, like a like a German Shepherd or a, or a Doberman or Ooh, a, German or a, Shepherd, or a, you can name it like sauerkraut. <laughs> uh, your Muslim uncle four ninety nine super chat. Thank you very much, sir. Real talk. Thank you. Flip the waffle over and let the butter and syrup congeal to get more flavor in every bite. Or no. I whenever I put whenever I put syrup on my waffle, I do it in a way because you don't want too much of it to spill over onto the sausage or the bacon. Although it's that's not a bad combination of flavors. You fill but you don't in each of the squares. But you you cover you cover the waffle, and I let some dribble off of the sides all the way down. But there's enough on the top that when you start cutting into it, and I I usually have either either one big one. Or I'll do, if I'm doing the Eggos, I'll do like a stack three. So when you cut into it, there's enough on top that it starts kind of drop through down through the cuts to the plate. And then, you know, then you can smear it around and and uh, and make sure that you get enough of a mix. And when I put butter on a stack, if I'm doing a stack of waffles, I'll put butter on each waffle so it's all, all the way down. Well, yeah, you have to. It's like pancakes. You have to do the top 
and the bottom. No, but I don't. I don't flip my waffles when I'm eating. Just that. That, that would. That, that's too much work. Would you ever use a flavored syrup? I know you normally do the no, I, uh, maple, but like maybe no. a strawberry or maybe a blueberry. My perf- I like raspberry. I'm not. I'm not big on the. Um, I'm not big on the flavored. The flavored syrups. Or the flavored waffles. I mean, they make those blueberry waffles and the chocolate chip waffles and, yeah, and no. that kind of thing. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. But that's just me. I mean, if that's your if that's your thing, then you know more power to you. And this is see, this is how things. This is how we make it relatable to fandom, because some people like chocolate chip waffles the same way they like the Last Jedi. I mean, if you're going to be crazy and you're going to have that thought, that's fine. That's on you. You can do that. You can like blueberry waffles or pancakes or you know, some kind of weird fruit thing on top of your waffle. You can like The Last Jedi. I, I question your judgment, but otherwise, that's fine. You do you. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> so, um, yeah, see, now, your Muslim uncle has... has, has vindicated me in a way because this super chat comes during this rant about waffles <laughs> thus making this one of the most productive rants that I have done on this show so thank you for that <laughs> Can you believe we've got almost 30 minutes talking about waffles? That's not hard. It's not hard. It's, it's not, not hard. hard. But I'm not going to go a full hour. All right. So that's, that's that. Now, in all seriousness, though, the, 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 the crazy stuff that's been going on in the Internet. I mean, I could get into this whole thing about Batman and Catwoman and, and the Tolkien Society and, and what's going on there. And I very well might. Um, Maybe the Tolkien thing, I probably would be more uh, more inclined to lean into that than than the Batman thing. Uh, but I do want to make a recommendation. If you don't uh, if you don't follow this channel yet, just some guy. He's out of Chicago. Uh, he's he sounds younger than he is, I think. Uh, but he has done a number of videos uh, pulling apart this plan from the Tolkien Society. Uh, and seeing it for what it is. And he is not a conservative. He's not a Republican. He's, you know, he's this black kid from Chicago, and he has thoughts uh, that are fairly rational and reasonable. He does some excellent work over there, pulling this stuff apart and digging into it and explaining why the Tolkien Society has gone crazy. Uh, so I do recommend those. And if if you've got if you've got topics that you would like to recommend to us, or if you've got questions, you got feedback, if you got anything that you want to share, with and us. as you can tell today, it can be on food. Well, you, one one of these days, what we might do is talk about food within shows, within genre shows, because you know you've got that that shows up every now and again. Well, and uh, but I will sit there and say this: one of the groups that we are a part of on Facebook, which is the Consolation Group. There is someone who sits there and posts in the morning from the consolation suite what they're serving 
and it's they do breakfast and they do dinner and tell you what it is because it is very important to make sure that you keep your protein coming in and hydrated when you go to conventions. Mm-hmm. So food is very important. I mean, think of it. How many old, you know, protein bars do I have in my bag? Because sometimes you're on the floor and you don't want to pay with your left leg and your firstborn for a bag of chips. Yeah. All right. So there we are. So that's that's the thing. I do want to thank your Muslim uncle for the super chat. That's something that we don't get uh, too many of, which is fine. You know, we're not doing this. We're not doing this for the money. Um, but if anybody is inclined to send us any, we do have a PayPal account. And like uh, Mrs. Boss uh, said earlier, we also have a Subscribestar account set up. I need to go over there and update it. And I've been toying with this idea because I've been talking with a number of different uh, independent comics creators. And I've been toying with the notion of pulling out an old idea for a comic book. I don't know that I will yet. Because it's going to have to it's going to have to be completely reworked because as I examine it I recognize it as a Deep Space 9 pastiche. So it would take it would take a little bit of of uh of thought to try to turn it into something that doesn't feel so derivative, but I'm thinking uh in between all of the other things that I could do that that I should be doing that I am doing uh, we could just add that to my plate too. So maybe maybe we'll do a comic book. We've talked about doing a print edition here. We've got a number of other ideas for shows. So, you know, it's a constant churning soup here. And occasionally we just blow off steam like we did today. And hopefully uh, everybody got a little bit of fun out of it. But... Uh, these things are much more more enjoyable when I have a guest. So if you have suggestions for guests, people that you would like for us to have on here to interview, uh, you can send that to us live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com. Uh, also want to make a note that yesterday we posted a school closings update. Uh, you can find that over on our YouTube channel and our Odyssey channel where you can see uh, I need to and I need to upload it to Odyssey. I'll do that today. Uh, but it's the latest updates on schedule changes, cancellations, new dates, uh, some events going virtual. We do that as soon as we get enough information we can put into an update. Uh, we will put that out. So there is that. And then, of course, on Saturday we'll have a wrap-up of all of, the, all of the ones that we know about. And then we'll have the weather forecast for the events that are happening the next weekend. So tune in for that. And then, of course, t- uh, Thursday night. Matthew Kadish and Jude Juju will be here for the Ranker Pit Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be talking about Star Wars stuff, maybe the James Mangold thing. Although I did spend a little bit of time on it yesterday, so we're not going to tread the same ground much. In the meantime, feel free to wander about the various different playlists here, see the different videos that we uh, that we have. And uh, if you are so inclined, you want to give us a thumbs up, and that's great. If you want to share it with people, that's even better. And if you want to uh, tell us that you think that we're full of it, that's fine, too. We read every comment. We read every email. 
So give us your thoughts. And I will leave you with this quote from Marcus Aurelius. The things you think about determine the quality of your mind. Your soul takes on the color of your thoughts. And to expand on that, I think every now and again, you need to take a step back from the internet and forget that it's there. And don't fall into the obsessions and just breathe every now and again. Know that you are smart. Know that you are in control of your life. The social media and the internet does not control you. It has an off switch. And there are four lights. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. 